Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. My name's Julie Rufo, and I'm the lead content specialist for Conscious Discipline. I've helped produce many of the products you love and have assisted Dr. Bailey in writing her best-selling books and curriculums for the past 22 years. Actually, it's 23 now. For the past 23 years. My husband's a high school teacher and Conscious Discipline certified instructor, and we have two energetic, amazing daughters. Conscious Discipline is one of my life's passions and greatest honors. For those of you who are new to Conscious Discipline, it's an adult-first, trauma-informed, brain-based, and evidence-backed approach. It integrates discipline, school culture, and social and emotional learning into a single methodology, providing a pathway to resiliency and creating systemic and sustainable change. In today's episode of Real Talk for Real Teachers, we're going to join a conversation between Dr. Bailey and Rob Latham, a musician and care room supervisor at Ridgeview Elementary in Liberty, Missouri, just outside Kansas City. Rob says his job in the care room is to teach students who are missing skills how to self-regulate, resolve conflict, and nurture the unique gifts and talents buried beneath their difficult behavior. He uses hand drums, mindfulness, mantras, dance, role play, breathing techniques, and of course, conscious discipline in all his care room efforts. Let's join with Dr. Bailey and Rob to hear about how he and his school family transformed their traditional ISS room into a care room with conscious discipline. And I'll be back to share more with you after their conversation. Hello, I want to uh, invite you to join a conversation I've had with Rob Latham. And Rob, uh, you're from Missouri, so tell me about what you do in Missouri. Okay, I'm in, uh, I run the care room at Ridgeview Elementary in Liberty, Missouri, which is probably about 15 miles north of Kansas City. Uh, I've been at Ridgeview for six years. I've been with the district for nine. Uh, but before that, I have been a professional drum instructor uh, for 33 years wow. and wrote, have written 10 books on drumming. Uh, mm. I was a freelance writer for uh, music magazines. And so uh, about 10 years ago, I, things were changing in my life and so I knew I needed to make a change. I was running from burnout because I was teaching like 125 yeah. students privately a week. Uh, the music scene was changing and uh, personal things were happening at my, at my own house. And so I started working for a school district first as a paraprofessional uh, in special ed and I went back and got my teaching certificate and this uh, job for, it was called Focus Recovery, and I had no idea what that was, but it took a teaching certificate, so, uh, and it paid a lot more than a paraprofessional. <laughs> and, and I was still teaching at night, but I, I just knew I needed to do something else because that was becoming kind of stale. And uh, I went to one uh, interview, and it turned out it was ISS. Yes, and so, so, so let me just back up. So you've had this whole world of drumming. Yes. And then you're making a shift, and so it, it, the end of the story is you're gonna match. You're matching your passion and your love for drumming and music. Yes. With your passion and love for children. Correct. But how beautiful! And so, care the care room you said now is, and so just for those who are listening. We're trying to get schools to move in-school suspension from that rigid in-school punishment room to 
a care, a creative. Uh, it's called a calming and recovering environment. Yeah, calming and recovering environment. So, so then you find out they're talking about in school suspension. In school suspension. And when I went to, the first one was at a middle school, and it was about one of the hippiest interviews I ever gave because <laughs> I was talking about artwork, I was talking about hand drums, bells, uh, chimes, uh, mindfulness. And I remember the director said, uh, well, we wanted to soften it some because the person that we have right now is, a, is military, uh, but we don't want to soften it that much. Yeah. So then, like at the same time, there was this position at Ridgeview that came open uh, for focus recovery. And I went and gave the exact same interview and they loved it. Yes. And this was even before conscious discipline. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the principal was a musician, and so she saw what can be done with yep. music. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the first year, you know, you don't make any changes the first year. So yeah. it was kind of just still, you know, the desk and be quiet and let's do some work. And I thought like that. Then we had administration change. Uh, Dr. Tyler Shannon became our mm -hmm. principal, mm -hmm. and uh, Mrs. Heck, uh, Heather Buckman became our assistant principal. And then Jill Moley became, came into all three of our lives. Yes. And we went to a half day and I went, oh my goodness, I am not gonna be mad throughout the day. <laughs> I, I'm actually gonna be able to enjoy my job. So that night, that, that, as soon as I was done, I still, I teach during the day and then I teach at night drums, but right. I went to like Hobby Lobby or something like that and found a kindness tree. You know, so, I could put, <laughs> yeah. so that next day I had a kindness tree and I was ready. And uh, <laughs> then uh, Dr. Shannon sent, May, the CD1 was available. Yes. And nobody really wanted to go. Mrs. Buckman wanted to go, but she was not able to because she was pregnant. Uh, Dr. Shannon, he was brand new, so he couldn't go. So who, who are you going to send? You're going to send ISS. And uh, yeah. so, so I was the lone star, and then I met our counselor there. And, and I just fell in love with it even more. And that was in mm -hmm. Columbia. And since then, I've done it uh, two more times, CD1. Uh, the second time, I got to speak about uh, rhythm and mm -hmm. mindfulness right. and working with the behavior child. And, uh, and then the third time was last year where, this past summer, where we had uh, COVID and we had to do uh, satellite Let's, part, it was a hybrid. Hybrid, yes. And uh, which was just about the most rewarding thing because I got to be a helper and we had to do circle time, not one time, but like three or four, four times, times a day. Yeah. And I love that. Yes. And I would always, you know, there was always the rule what the script that you went by, but I always brought the drums yes. before we came. And so it was like our little brain break was, okay, before we're going to do anything, we're going to play some drums. And then we would do that. And um, now I'm here at CD2. I know, uh, it's amazing. And so, so when you set up your environment in this care room, then you you were supported pretty much. At, I, yes. you, you were kind of given free reign. You allow you to use all your gifts yes. and create this room. Uh, and they could come for two reasons, right? They could come either to, to calm down or they could come... For the wrong reason. Yeah, in case they 
already lost their cookies and they're coming down to get a little help. Uh, and what I did at the very beginning was I would go to each teacher and say, Who's, who do I need to see? And then we would just set up a time. And they would either come as individuals or as groups. And that was great until, it, until like second semester. I mean, there was like one year that I had over 7,000 visits. And I was just going bonkers. And mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like I was able to help anybody. Well, uh, Mrs. Uh, Buckman came to CD2 last year, and she came to me. And oh, first of all, let me also say that we, the care room has been something that has been envied by other schools. So other schools would come and uh, take their administration and our teachers, and they would see me do the drum uh -huh. games with them. They would see us work uh, with the children, the artwork that we would create. Um, and I would always demonstrate the time machine. Mm -hmm. And we'd have all these schools coming. But this last time at CD1, mm -hmm. uh, the five steps, just I had that aha moment. Yes. Mrs. Buckman had that aha moment uh -huh. on the five steps. And now I'm almost embarrassed that those people came and saw what we were doing because it was only just half of it. Because now we incorporate the five steps into to... working with these kids. And so if they're sent into my room, uh, Mrs. Buckman had a vision for the room where I can continue to do the uh -huh. drum games yes. and continue to do the art, but it was just more of like, okay, um, we have these three stations, and if they're, and this is if they come here for, if they have a big feeling or if they're um, in trouble. Yes. Okay, so we cut the load down. Mrs. Buckman went through Educator's Handbook and said, who are the kids with the most referrals? And it came down to about 18 or 19 kids. Yes. And those are the kids I meet with every day. We set up a time and I have them for 15 to 20 minutes. And during that time, we will, uh, they walk in, they wash their hands, they have a five minute break. And I don't allow any technology in my room I realize that it's sexy to be one-on-one yeah. -on -one technology, yeah. but I don't allow one, uh, technology in my room unless it's for class work. Right. No, no break technology. Yes. So they uh, do puzzles, mm -hmm. 12 to 24 pieces. You know, you can get mm -hmm. that done in five minutes. Yes. Uh, Therapeutic, mm -hmm. coloring, drawing, you know, anything that works fine motor skills, works focus and imagination, uh, before COVID, we would blow bubbles. Kids yes. just didn't even blow bubbles and, you know, controlled breathing. And we'll probably eventually go back to that. But it was just very basic things yes. that they could do for five minutes. When the timer goes off, they get a folder, they come over, and then we have a lesson. And that lesson might be on uh, the feeling buddies. It might be a Schubert story. It might be uh, coloring. Here's a heart. Uh, and here's some boxes, angry, mad, sad, frustrated. What color is that? And so then they'll yes. color that, and then they'll, how are you feeling right now? And then they'll color in the heart. Uh, and then I put it up. And, and then also, we, I have a little studio in, in my room that the kids, uh, I work up all these mantras. I've written about 60 or 70 of them. And I record them. Uh, singing them. So, uh, you know, the, the newest one is stop, pause, breathe, and think. And so I have them 
one at a time. I record them go, stop, pause, breathe, and think. And then uh, we turn it into a song. And then I will shoot pictures of them, uh, give them to uh, shoot videos, maybe do some artwork mm -hmm. where they're doing the artwork. And I give it all to Dr. Shannon, and he turns it into a wonderful video that we show at Community Circle, which is our m monthly yes. uh, assembly that where we celebrate you know, being yeah. able to be together. Because we are a school that uh, all year long we've been been in the trenches. Yes, we, so y'all didn't go vir virtual. We did, no, we yeah. did last year, but yeah. we started a little late, but we have been trogging along, and, and I'm so happy because <laughs> it's just more fun having the kids there. Oh, you bet. I mean, yeah, this virtual stuff is very difficult. So, so, what, what, so what did you find? What was the outcome of, of all this? Do y'all collect data? Yes, Do you have, yeah. So uh, we did, okay, so the five steps uh, regulation, um, whenever they come in and if they're having that big feeling, Mm -hmm. Or if they're in there for the wrong reason, there's a reason for it. Yes. And always before we just kind of like, ah, you know, we have a conscious discipline esque it. Yes. <laughs> but then try and get them back. And, you know, I would play the drums and, you know, they were calm. Okay, well, you can go back. Well, then they'd be back. Yes. And so it's like, what is it? So uh, Mrs. Buckman made up a care problem solving uh, form. And if you go into one of those spots, we have three spots. You come in, and I invite them in, and there's like one that has a tent, and there's one that's in the corner, and two of them have desks. Uh, has a huge bean, bean bag, and the other one just has uh, like small little bean bags, and and they just go there and they chill. And I say, you know, you're not in trouble with me right now. You're safe. You got big feelings. I'm going to continue working with this one person, and uh, if you when you're ready to talk to me about the event. And I'm also waiting to hear from the adult on what, what happened. happened. Yes. So when those two things happen, uh, there's a light. I have a light on the wall. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't say my name. Just turn on the light. Because don't think that whenever they come in, I'm not elevated. Oh, you bet. I'm yes. elevated. Yes. So that light is like a lifesaver because they're not going to turn it on right then and there. So that gives me time. You know, I'm... Able, not going to go it over gives you both lecture. time to mm -hmm. calm each other down, and yeah. then they signal to you that it's time to go. Yes. Yes. And so once the light goes on, and if I got the information, then we can start processing through. And I go, okay, uh, I am. Well, you you were triggered, and you were able to come in here and find a spot. So what spot were they in? One or two yes, or three. Yeah. Then they calm, and then we disengage. And so yes. I let them choose you know, star, balloon, drain, or pretzel, mm -hmm. or one that they've created. And we're yes. going to do it three times. Then I feel. Uh, most of the time, they'll go get a feeling buddy, mm -hmm. and we'll do a feeling buddy ritual. Or sometimes if they have so many, and they just say, I just want to talk about how I feel. Right. Okay. And that makes That's sense. That's fine. Yes. We can do about that. So then we mark all this. And then I write, why were you angry? Why were you frustrated? And then they find out that they ceased, that they had so many different feelings. You know, they were angry, frustrated, and they were also sad. Right. And then, so they have that. Then I go, well, you know, we still are still working, so now we're going to choose um, a craft or, oh, or do you right. want to read? So I'm going to set the timer for five, ten minutes. They get to do that. Then they get to solve. 
Right. And so they can either do a visual routine, social story, or the time machine, mm -hmm. uh, restorative circle, uh, except we can talk about their feelings or learning new, new skills. So we have paperwork that for me, mm -hmm. uh, and I rip this off, and I say, when it's time for them to go back, they're not going back as soon as we're done with this. Right, you know, right. They might have to do a little bit of classwork, or they might have to do an act of kindness around yes. the school. And I just need to be able to make sure that they're able to go back to class. And then, once that, that's written down there, I rip this off. I say, give this to your teacher. And then they go back. So then the teacher sees everything that, that they've, we, they've, that they've that done. done. So that way there, you know, they don't think that it's just all drums and incense. Right, that they <laughs> went over there and you just kind of played some drums, got a hug, and go back. Right. Yes. So yes. That's, that's what we do. And uh, most of the kids, every kid that, uh, that comes to me for the visits, uh, has their own folder that they keep. And mm -hmm. so if they should happen to have one of these, I just put it in their folder. And then uh, we do an, uh, an I love you ritual, which is my I love you ritual. And every kid does it. Uh, I go, Becky, your eyes are blue. I wish you well. And then they go, Rob, your eyes are blue. Or Mr. Latham, your yeah. eyes are blue. I wish you well. And then I say, are you going to walk or run back to class? I'm going to walk. They're going to run. Are you going to, if everyone's sitting in the classroom on the carpet, where are you going to be sitting? On the carpet. If everyone's sitting at the desk doing their work, what are you going to be doing? So it's just a little triage. Yes, yes. We've made eye contact. Yes. And I've smiled. They've, we've had our lesson. The whole process takes 15, 20 minutes. They go back and... Uh, so have, have, have the behaviors then, have you seen yes. the behaviors of, are, are they learning this? Are they taking it back to the classroom? I think they're going back. Uh, fortunately, uh, Liberty is a conscious discipline district. Mm -hmm. They are really behind conscious discipline. We send a lot of people to CD1. Uh, so all the teachers do it also. Um, I'm, I'm going to say the majority of yes. the teachers yes. do it. I and mean, there's still some. Uh, but... Yeah, I think on the whole, there are days that are worse than others. Oh, you bet. It's going to, you know, we, we it's call gonna them, happen. Uh, you know, and they, uh, the teachers are, since they are, are equipped with the skills of breathing, mm -hmm. the skills of empathy, mm -hmm. you know, they're able to sometimes just deal with it in the classroom. Right. And then whenever they come to me, you know, a lot, some ISS rooms or focus recovery rooms are, get trashed. Chairs get thrown. Yes. Desks topple over. The kids that come into my room love my room. Yeah. Because it's not my room. It's our room. Right. And that's their room. And they feel safe there. They know that we're going to do something fun. We're going to either do artwork. We're either going to record a song. Where else can they do that? Yes. Uh, and then... I use rhythmic mantras uh, to help these students learn social skills. Uh, my degree is actually in English and in writing. So I always loved putting pen to paper and writing down my thoughts. Uh, when I was writing books, I enjoyed the process of writing the book more than the book coming out. Uh, so when COVID happened and we were shut down, I was missing my kids. And I, 
started writing a daily rhythmic mantra for the students that would be gone, uh, that would see me on Facebook or that uh, Mrs. Buckman would send out in emails mm -hmm. or the teachers could use. And so every day, I mean, I, it was like faithfully, five days a week, I wrote a different mantra. Wow. And yes. did it, and I've, did about, I've done about 70. And, but I was almost like forced into being creative. Yes. And I loved it. And some were really, really good. <laughs> and some, well, you know, I tried. And so um, what they, I do is the rhythm, if you think about it, the first concert you ever went to was in your mama's womb. You bet. And that heart mm -hmm. just pounding. And so you, that heartbeat put every cell of your body mm -hmm. together to make the awesome you. Mm -hmm. And so you became awesome inside your mama. And so now I use that same rhythm so that you can be awesome in life. And so I do this with the rhythmic mantras. Can you do a couple? Okay, sure. So the first one is uh, my five steps. It's using the five steps of regulation. I, that the, all my kids know that come and visit me. Uh, and so whenever we sing this one, uh, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Or they're not singing it, they just kind of like clap Come along. Up. So if you want to just kind of clap, uh, shake along. And it's called My Five Steps. I am safe at one of the spots that has the five steps that I use to cool my thoughts. I calm where I breathe deep and slow. Balloon, star, pretzel drain, a calming breath will flow. I get my buddy when I feel scared. I welcome him when sad. I teach breathing when feeling happy. I encourage him when mad. I choose an activity to strengthen my brain. Drawing, reading, resting until proper thought I regain. I solve problems in a way that only I can choose. Apologize, serve and learn a new skill I can use. I'm not in trouble when I go to the safe spot. Working through problems and feelings will help me in my life a lot. So I am safe at one of the spots that has the five steps to use to strengthen my thoughts. So I have that one. And, uh, but the one that everybody likes is struggle bus. It's like, it's my stairway to heaven. Okay. It's, um, so it's kind of a, like a little shuffle. So again, dun, 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 uh -huh. now what it does is it shows that I'm noticing the, the child, you know, it's not all about the child. It's about me noticing the child and help trying to help that student work through this problem that they have. I see it in your face. Your eyes are looking down. Your body slumped over. Your smile is a frown. Something is wrong. It's not who you are. You flipped your lid. Those actions are bizarre. Get off the struggle bus. It's going all wrong. Take some deep breaths so we can move along. Get off the struggle bus. 
friends miss you. Just three deep breaths. That will be your breakthrough. Now this next part was inspired by Dr. Shannon working with a student out in the hallway by my, uh, by my room. And he's the one that said, hey, you need to get off the struggle bus. And so I was just like, oh, inspiration there. So here we go. I hear it in your voice. Everything's an argument. I want to understand. Just give me a hint. When you are calm, you are thinking clear. We can process through and dry your tears. Get off the struggle bus. It's going all wrong. Take some deep breaths so we can move along. Get off the struggle bus. Your friends miss you. Just three deep breaths. That will be your breakthrough. So then the kids, you know, they'll be going through that yes. school and they'll go, get off the struggle, the struggle bus. bus. You know, it's, yes. it's like a little earworm. Yeah, and it then is. they know the words and, you know, it's, it's kind of fun because I've written so many and I use them on all the kids and it's, it's fun to hear them using the language. You bet. In their, in their daily school life. Well, thank you so much, Rob. And I hope everyone enjoyed this. And uh, we'll get more from Rob as uh, time goes on. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Well, that was fun. Rob's music and positive intent are so contagious. We just love what he's doing in the field. And hopefully, maybe we might be collaborating on a music project together in the near future. But for right now, let's focus in on what he said about transforming the ISS room at his school. When Rob first came on board, it was a traditional in-school suspension room where the trouble kids went to complete their work without disrupting classmates. Then came conscious discipline. After a half-day training with Jill Molly, who's been transforming schools with conscious discipline for more than 20 years, Rob picked one thing to start with, and that thing was the kindness tree. The kindness tree was the tool he used to start the shift towards relationships and regulation. The ISS still operated in a traditional way, but with an undercurrent of connection and positive intent starting to seep in. The next year, he attended the Conscious Discipline Institute with his school counselor, and that's when the big changes began to take hold. Rob layered in drumming, mindfulness, active calming, and lots of self-regulation strategies. His school family experimented with different organizational setups, different groups of students, and different conscious discipline professional development opportunities, which all continued to evolve as the school's needs changed. The ISS room became a true care center. Conscious discipline is transformational change that requires deep reflection through the powers and action through the skills and structures. Rob and his school have been at it for seven years now, and their care center has become a model for other schools seeking to transform their ISS into a brain-compatible, skill-building center. Thousands of students' lives have been transformed by starting with one educator doing one thing, then a counselor, then an admin team, and on and on. So it's still relatively early in the year. Take a moment to reflect on what your one thing is going to be for 2022. Choose one structure, one phrase, or one power, and run with it. 
Maybe you're a longtime practitioner and you're seeing that should language creeping back in and you're going to commit to replacing it with I'm going to. Maybe you're new to conscious discipline and it blew your mind when you read about Q-tip in the conscious discipline book. Maybe you simply want to return to the basic active calming process of star belly breathing and the I'm safe, I can handle this keep breathing mantra. That one's going to be mine for sure. The point is, you don't have to do it all, especially with all the stressors educators and families are facing today. Just choose to commit or recommit to one thing and see where it takes you. A big thank you to Rob for sharing his journey with Conscious Discipline, his music, and a little bit of himself with us today. What a fun and enlightening chat. So, what has Conscious Discipline been up to? Reflect and Grow is our mindset this year as we're expanding our capabilities by streamlining processes and adding a handful of key positions to our office family. Our PDG team in particular is abuzz with excitement as they plan new events and undertake new approaches to some of our longstanding events. Registration for all of our summer institutes went live on the website last week, and the registration for our final satellite locations will be popping up over the coming month, so keep an eye on social media for news about those. I hope you've enjoyed our time together today. Until next time, I wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.